Take a moment here and answer this question. Is the goal of your website to A, tell someone about the benefits of music lessons, or is the goal of your website to B, tell somebody about the benefits of doing music lessons with you? This episode of Music Lesson Business Academy is brought to you by Musi.live, the ultimate music lesson management software. Have you tried teaching with the traditional conferencing platforms? If so, you've probably noticed these platforms lack the tools to conduct effective lessons. Musi.live was developed by music teachers for music teachers. It allows you to host high quality lessons with a full suite of tools developed specifically for you, the music teacher. Thousands of teachers in over 40 countries have already brought their studio to the next level with the help of Musi.live. So why not give it a try today? Two week free trials are available to all users at Musi.live. Once again, that's Musi.live. Hey, everybody, Danny here with another episode of Music Lesson Business Academy. And hopefully you answered B to that question. And this is something that I think about all the time because it's very easy to make this mistake. So maybe you're on track with this um, and, you know, this will just be a great refresher and reminder because, you know, maybe you're making this mistake in your email sequences that go out or some of your other marketing materials that you use. So, you know, think about the different scenarios that a person might go through to purchase a product or service. So scenario A is a mom is scrolling through Instagram and sees a product or service that they hadn't really been looking for, but it looks interesting to them. And they decide, oh, I, I, I think I want to check that out. So they click through to that website. Scenario B is a mom that already wants music lessons or a dad or an adult student. Okay. And so scenario A is certainly more related to, you know, Instagram ads or Facebook ads and things like that. And clearly, the more data you have and the more targeted you could be, we can drive traffic to our website by doing that. But what I want to really just focus in on today is scenario B, which I think for most music schools might really all be all that you need to really worry about to build your student base, at least to a certain level. When a parent or an adult person starts looking for a product or service. And, and in this case, let's focus on services. When they start to look for a service, usually they have already decided that they want that service. So when they start looking for music lessons, jujitsu classes, dance classes, you know, art classes or art lessons, they already know they want it. They've already decided 
this is interesting, there's a benefit to this, or this is something I want my kid to do. They go to Google, they type in music and lessons near me, now they land on your website. So when they get to your website, they might fill out a a form requesting more information or fill out a form to take advantage of an offer. And too often, what I feel I see on websites, and I feel like I do this occasionally myself with uh, my marketing emails that are going out to people that have already filled out a form on the website, is that what I'm selling them on is why they should do music lessons when they already know they want to do music lessons. Our goal is, I need you to do music lessons with me. So it's real important to take a good, hard look at your website. What are you selling? Are you wasting time and space and energy telling them things that they've all, they already know, that they've already decided? The benefits for their child to do music lessons, well, they've already decided that. And you're really just wasting time trying to tell them again why they should take piano lessons. Your goal at that point is just to clearly define to them why they should do piano lessons with you or guitar lessons or whatever music lessons you might be offering. So here's a couple simple things to think about. Number one, a professionally designed website will inspire confidence in that business. And that's a big one that I see in our industry is too many music teachers or music schools with plug and play poorly designed websites. And in today's day and age, right? Maybe 15 years ago that was okay, but in today's day and age, people expect a professional business and when you have an unprofessional website it says I'm unprofessional I'm not a real business yet so a professionally done website will inspire confidence right away in that customer helping you move them down that road of okay I'm going to do music lessons with this person number 2 which kind of goes along with number 1 is great pictures and images are a big part of what makes a professional website look good. Number three, clearly say what you do, why it's good, which could be social proof included in that as well, testimonials, and why it's worth it. The value, what's the, how are you showing the value of what you offer? And lastly, the big area again, that I see so many people missing opportunities is your call to action, some kind of offer. So you're telling them, here's who we are. Here's what we do. This is why we do it well. Here's people saying they liked our service and and what we provide. We're a professionally run, professional business. And here's my offer. And if you can just kind of narrow it down to those simple things and get rid of a lot of the fluff that you might be using that's really confusing people, um, you may end up with a much higher closing ratio when they hit your website. There's nothing more aggravating to me than when I go to a website and I find it hard to really understand what they're doing, how much is it, like how do I do it, how do I sign up, what happens next. Versus one that goes, this is how it works. 
you do this, we call you, then we do this, we walk you through this process, it's very easy, and then boom, you get your desired result. So, yes, people want to see their, you know, their child's being successful in music lessons. They want them to enjoy it. So certainly the emotional triggers that might be involved, we, we don't want to completely rule those things out of our website. But I think far too often we're making that stuff the primary focus and really just you know, forgetting the fact that they've already decided that they want music lessons when they Googled it. That other stuff, the person that's maybe scrolling through Instagram, and, and here would be a great example of targeting somebody that didn't know they wanted this service. When I run an Instagram or a Facebook ad or a YouTube apps ad specifically for Kids Rock, I'm generally targeting you know, moms of a certain age group and demographics and all those kind of things. So they are seeing an ad for a product or service that they didn't really know existed, right? The same way you're scrolling through Instagram and you're like, whoa, what's that cool thing? And then you're like, man, look at the pictures. What does it say? You might click through the website and go, oh, I kind of want that, right? I do it all the time. I'm, ter- I'm the easiest consumer. <laughs> so we do a similar thing when a mom or dad is scrolling through and they see an ad for Kids Rock. They're like, whoa. What is that? They may not have been looking for music lessons at that point, but we're introducing them to something new. Then they click through, then they get on that list and and it looks good to them. However, I would say that most of my kids rock signups are people already looking for music lessons, right? And, and And here's how I can kind of show you a good indication of that. So as my leads are coming in, the way I have the website design done, there's a different form for Kids Rock than there is for just regular lessons. And so I get leads that come in that start a deal, inactive campaign that say potential Kids Rock student. It starts to send them emails about Kids Rock. And that works well because they may not really know that that's what they want yet. The other scenario, though, is they just go to the standard form for the 30-day lesson pa- pass. They say, we're interested in guitar and the student is a child. Now, quite often then, when we reach out to that person, we ask, well, how old is your potential guitar player? And they say, oh, he's five or six. Then we steer them into Kids Rock, and we have to sell them on this program. So we have those two scenarios, and most of my Kids Rock traffic is really just brought to my website by people looking for music lessons for kids. We've really done a good job. And Christina over the last few years has really helped us to, um, you know, optimize the website for kids music lessons because we didn't used to get the four and five and six year old leads. And now we get a ton of them. We get actually maybe even more than we do for teens or adults, certainly more than adults. So, you know, that that's kind of a different scenario when you're running ads and things like that. Start with that website as the hub of your messaging and the hub of your business. And again, the same goes through to, you know, when I have automated emails, and this is one where I need to kind of look at my emails a little bit more. As an email is going out to somebody who's already filled out a form on my website, 
I mean, they already want music lessons. So do I need to send them an email that really is like, again, amplifying why you should do music lessons? It really should be like, here's what we're offering you. Let's get started today. Now, email sequences to people that maybe haven't already decided on music lessons, that's kind of a different email list. And that would be another tier of marketing, higher level. So let's kind of think about it this way. That website is like tier one. That's the starting point. Clear message. Here's what we do. Here's who we are. Here's why it's good. Here's the value. Here's some social proof, people that liked it. And here's my killer offer to get you started. And if you just do that in a professional manner without too much deep explanation of what you're trying to do and, and, you know, things that end up confusing people, if you have that as your starting point, then when you drive traffic just through good SEO, you know, people are Google searching you or they're going to the Google local business page and they're finding you that way. When they hit that website, you're ready to, you know, take that low hanging fruit and sign them up. Don't over complicate it. Don't over confuse people. And think about that in your emails that are going out to those leads as well. All right, guys, I hope that short episode helps you out. We will talk to you soon.